You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. And good afternoon. This is your host on Let's Talk Pets with Dr. Jeff. And uh, I am Dr. Jeff Werber here on this lovely Thursday, well, at least lovely here in Southern California at, uh, at one o'clock in the afternoon. And for those of you back east, it's four o'clock. And we're here to talk about your pets. And uh, I would, um, last week, you may have, I hope you noticed, because anyone who noticed that last week was a repeat tells me that you are listening to our show. And, um, you know, first we had a week that I was gone, and then we had a week that our producer was gone, and now we're back. We're back live, and one of the few live shows here on Pet Life Radio where you can actually call in and talk to us. And, you know, what's better than that to be able to call in? All you have to do is dial 877-385-8882. Uh, you can also send me a little uh, text to uh, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. You can also just hear right here online. Just uh, start typing in a little note, and uh, we can see you and um, and start talking. So uh, anyway, we uh, I guess we had a chance to uh, talk about my amazing trip where I got to speak in London. I got to speak in Barcelona at the Southern European Veterinary Conference in London at the London Vet Forum, and just saw amazing stuff that that part of the world, especially a lot of museums. I mean, it's amazing. I often joke. I saw more museums in like four to five days than I have in my entire life. But uh, it was a lot of fun and it's great. And it's also, we talked about uh, how funny it is, how different people are when it comes to their pets and, and how they treat their pets. And, you know, I guess that we're, we're pretty lucky that people like to socialize about our pets here in the States. They don't really like to talk about their pets as much as strangers on the street. And when you have a stranger like I am who loves to sit and talk about pets, it was a, a little uncomfortable. I think they looked at me like I was nuts or something. So um, I hope you all had a pretty safe Halloween. I hope that uh, any chocolate eaten was not by the dogs, but by the owners. Any leftover you can send my way. I am the consummate chocoholic. And, um, and you know, with, you know, it's funny with, with the Halloween and with other holidays coming where there, I know there's going to be a lot of goodies. There's going to be a lot of candy. It's not just the chocolate. It's the wrappers because, you know, it's pretty hard. Dogs are not that great at unwrapping chocolates unwrapping candy so they'll say the heck with it i'm just eating the whole thing and when they do that also can uh, as we say therein lies the problem i just been writing some blogs as well and we uh have a lot of people want to know about the holiday hazards as we call them the food hazards as i said it's not just the chocolate come thanksgiving we got what a mere three weeks away from today to see today's the seventh uh, that's right on the 28th is thanksgiving and um you know a lot of us have our pets, especially our dogs, that love to park themselves right at your feet by the table. And they already know, hopefully, that you are not a great target. So they're not going to waste their time with you so much unless, of course, you don't follow the house rules and you feed your dogs from the table. Hopefully, you don't do that. But what they do is they're smart and they know who's usually not there. Who can we pick on? Who can we give those sad eyes to? And maybe, just maybe, they'll break down and give me a little something. Well, the problem is a lot of those little somethings on a Thanksgiving table are really not that good for our pets. The biggest problem would be they're too fatty. And when dogs eat fatty foods, and turkey, by the way, especially dark meat turkey, is a lot more fatty than chicken. 
And it's certainly more fatty than chicken breast, which is what when we feed our dogs chicken, we like to make sure it's, it's white meat chicken breast. Ham is very fatty. Most of the fixings are cooked with a lot of seasonings and, and oils and their grease and some fried foods. You name it, probably not the best. And especially this year, as, as many of you know, that the holiday of Hanukkah actually falls right smack at the same time as Thanksgiving, very early this year. And, uh, you know, one of those favorite Hanukkah foods is going to be the potato pancake, and that's fried. So all these things, when dogs get a hold of them, and trust me, they will because they really like them they can lead to something called pancreatitis. Pancreatitis is a, an inflamed pancreas, and it happens typically when dogs get a hold of food that is too fatty. And when they eat these fatty foods, that's why you know, things like avocado and certain nuts, greases, fats, bacon, things like that can cause a pancreatitis. Dogs that get into garbages, these are things that will cause this inflamed pancreas and the typical symptoms that we would see in our dogs start off with dogs that start vomiting. They're vomiting. They are, as we say, ADR, ain't doing right. They don't really, they lose their energy, their abdomens. If you went to touch them on their belly, very, very tense. Even the sweetest dog in the world might even try to snap at you if you palpate their abdomen, certainly become anorexic and potentially, potentially a life-threatening disease, obviously in its worst case. But nonetheless, dogs with pancreatitis really need to be treated. They need to be treated quickly. And it's not something, talk about ruining your holiday. Let your dog or get pancreatitis during your holiday, and it will definitely ruin your holiday. Not to mention, not to mention that, you know, probably after you get all these nice gifts for uh, the holidays, or you're giving gifts for the holidays, you're not going to have a whole lot of money left to take your dog to the vet and treat for pancreatitis, which, by the way, can very costly, number of days in the hospital on IV fluids. So obviously, obviously, the best thing, as we say in general, the best treatment is prevention. So know that these things are just not good. If you want to have your dog participate in the festivities, make sure they have their own food. If you really want them there, you can feed them, you know, kind of at the table in their own bowls, their own food. Don't let them beg. Tell your house guests to, uh, you know, I know Bowser is going to come over to you. He's going to put his head on your lap. He's going to probably salivate a little bit. So I hope you're not wearing your best pants, but don't give in to those sad puppy dog eyes because you're trying to obviously protect his health. And once again, as I say it all the time, I say it to my clients, to any leftover candy, just bring it to me. I'll take, I'll be happy, happy to take the candy off your hands. So uh, other you know things as you're preparing, and we'll talk more about this as we get closer to Christmas. Oh boy, that is a whole slew of new problems we have come the holidays. As a matter of fact, I'm supposed to be uh, doing a segment. Actually, uh, the week before Thanksgiving, I'm going to be actually in New York, in the East Coast, and, and for many of you in your neck of the woods, and I'll be doing a segment on Fox and Friends on Sunday before Thanksgiving, and then on Monday, a show called The Better Show. And again, next week or the week after, I'll try to get you more information. But um, that will be, again, initially when they, they booked the segment with me, they wanted to talk about one of my topics dear and dear, dear to me, and that's the uh, reconstructive surgery for pets, to do things for pets to sort of ease their lives, make them uh, happy and more comfortable as they live with us. And of course, being so close to the holidays. They want to talk about the holidays. They want to talk about holiday hazards, all the things that we can anticipate, look forward to, and what we can do to prevent them. So uh, as we get closer, you and I will have a chance to talk about that as well. So uh, I guess it's not that 
cold a lot of but actually it is i know i've already heard that uh i was talking to a friend of mine from canada and they already have snow on the ground in many places as a matter of fact they said it's 50 50 that usually by thanksgiving they already have snow which i would boggles my mind coming from california where the only snow we get is up in the mountains and it's not this early as a matter of fact i remember last year i don't think we had the big first snowfall up in the sierras uh, until like probably mid-december so to think that late October, early November, there's already snow. Uh, Minnesota also, I understand, already has some snow. So it does happen. So make sure that you are, you know, all the things that you do to, as I like to call, winterize your pets are in place. We spend so much time talking about safety of pets during the hot summer months went to exercise dogs in parked cars protecting the feet no don't forget there are a lot of things that we have to worry about as well when it comes to winter time you know for one thing for dogs that are left outside dogs that that have that good thick coat i mean they usually can withstand some of the cold but sometimes water that you leave out for them might freeze faster than they will so again, you have to be very careful. Of course, I prefer having the, the dogs a really nice, warm place to get away, like a dog house or a garage or a doggy door leading into a laundry room or a mud room, someplace where they can actually get some protection from the freezing cold. And uh, for those little dogs, don't be embarrassed to put those cute little sweaters on them. I know people are going to laugh. That's their problem. The issue is that the smaller the dog, the larger the surface area per pound of body weight. That means the more likely they are to lose their heat to the cold outside temperatures. So these dogs actually can freeze. So for those of you that are walking around the cities and you see these little cute chihuahuas and the Pomeranians and the Maltese, you know, et cetera, the Yorkies wearing their little sweaters, do not laugh at them. I know they look kind of funny sometimes, but believe it or not, those sweaters can be protecting these guys from frostbite, from freezing, basically getting way too cold. And of course, we don't want to, just like during the summer, we don't want to shave our dogs down. Certainly don't want to do it during the winter. However, for that undercoat to work for them, they need good brushing. So don't forget, you still want to groom your pets. But the keys are make sure that if they are going to be outdoor dogs, they have to have a nice place to get away from the wind, get away from the cold, a nice warm doghouse and then you know there's so many like outdoor safe heaters you can use now you have a lot of options to keep your dogs really safe during the uh the cold months so anyway we are approaching our halfway point here in our show and i haven't heard from anybody that upsets me go ahead and give us a call 877-385-8882 i am sure somebody out there has some questions about your pets about your dogs about your cats it could be anything from behavior to medicine to surgery just uh, give me a holler we'll talk about it and uh, i want to of course thank our sponsors prosense that veterinary quality products available to you over the counter at your mass retail outlets and um, i want to thank you for being here it's nice to be back after uh, after the, the break for the last week and uh, we will be back in just a minute here on pet life radio ask the vets with dr jeff once again i'm your host dr jeff werber and we'll be back in just a few minutes We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful, bagless, upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. 
music to your ears. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Well, welcome back. You're here listening to me, Dr. Jeff Werber, here on Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. You know, interesting, listening to this commercial, just you know, coming at that last commercial with uh, Michelle Fern about, you know, pet products. And, you know, obviously a great show to listen to this time of year because, as we know, this is the, the time of year we love to give gifts to family, to friends. And obviously, since pets are such an important, integral part of the family, you don't want to leave them out. You want to get appropriate gifts for them as well. And uh, so I think that's a great thing to do is listen in and find out what really is hot and what's not and what is unique and what would be a great gift for pets. But I want to talk about one thing. I got actually an email from Eleanor in Florida, and she had a question about what's the right thing to do when you think you want to give a pet as a gift. And, you know, that always, always opens up some concern with me. Because on the one hand, not everybody is going to love pets as much as those of us who are crazy about them do. And also, I have always had some reservations about giving a pet to a family or to someone as a gift, even if you think they want one. Because there are so many variables. There are so many things that can go wrong. And, you know, the first one is that the unsuspecting recipient was not really prepared for the pet, even though they may have talked about it, even though they said, oh, my God, you know, in, in passing, you're having a conversation with them. They go, oh, God, oh, I'd love to have a dog. Or, oh, my God, this cat is so cute. You know, I really should have a cat. Trust me, this does not mean you go out and buy them a dog or a cat. Because, you know, as I say, the, the, uh, one of my favorite expressions, talk is cheap. You can say anything you want. The question is, the reality is, do they really want it? Are they ready for it? Are they prepared? Is their schedule really the right schedule to have a pet? Do they have the right low place? Does the apartment, does the condo allow pets? I mean, there are so many things you have to be concerned about and that you have to think about when you are even considering giving someone a pet as a gift. 
my recommendation, of course, the surface is don't do it. Now, if you were to do it, I mean, think about it. If you were, you really have to plan. First of all, you have to make sure that the person to whom the pet is coming is somewhat aware and expecting, anticipating that they are going to get a pet. Secondly, you want to make sure it is the right pet they're expecting. For example, if you have a person who you're thinking of giving a cat to as a gift, you want to make sure that person doesn't have allergies to cats or else that person will not be your friend for very long. If it's family, they'll always be your family, but they're not going to like you very much. So where do they live? Does the place allow pets? Do they want a big pet? Do they want a small pet? Do they want a pet that's very active? Do they, do they know that this is a responsibility? They're going to have to get up at, at 5.36 in the morning and take the pet outside for a walk. Are they ready to do the house training? I mean, these are the things you have to really sit down with somebody. And the worst thing you can do if you want to get that uh, pet as a gift is to do so as a surprise. Because trust me, it's going to be one heck of a surprise and not necessarily a good one. In fact, chances are more than not, that is not going to be a good surprise. So it's one of those things that I would highly recommend against unless you are working, say, with a, another family member, like a spouse, and she or he is totally into it, knows it's coming, knows their husband or their wife wants it, and they can help you through all of the other details as to the type of pet, the size of the pet, the activity of the pet, uh, how old they want to adopt, they want a brand new puppy or kitten, whatever the case may be. Uh, that's about the only way I would do it. You know, it's one thing when a parent gives that cute little puppy as a gift to his or her child, because let's face it, we all know that any parent who's ever gotten a pet for uh, one of their children, we know who's going to really take care of the pet, uh, especially when the kids are young. So that's okay. Then it's doable. Then it's a great thing. Of course, you know, that Christmas, you know, Hanukkah morning, you get the box, you get the cage, the kid comes down, sees a little puppy. Oh, that's heaven. But, you know, you, who are you kidding? You know you're going to take care of it. You're going to be taking care of it all by yourself. Chances are. And, um, you know, at first the kid's going to love it. And then pretty soon they're going to, you know, it's going to become sort of the norm around the house. The excitement is going to wear off. And then you just got yourself another child, this one, four legs. So I would be very, very, very concerned and, uh, and careful when thinking about it. But as far as gifts, oh, tune in. I think uh, Pet Life Radio, listen to Michelle Fern's show. And uh, that's a great way to uh, come up with some really great gift ideas to make uh, anybody very happy when it comes to getting gifts for existing pets. You know, one thing I've noticed, and you know, we're going to diverge here for a second from pets because I'd be really curious to know, and this is, I'd love to hear from you guys on this one, 877-385-8882. Is it just me or do you also find that late afternoon traffic is insane now that we've changed the clocks and by five o'clock, all right, it's already dark. I have to tell you, you know, we always used to joke here in California, because we don't get a lot of bad weather, we don't get a lot of rain, that when it rains, oh my God, everybody turns into, you know, a 95-year-old person behind the wheel, they don't want to go, you know, more than 15 miles an hour, they don't see very well, they don't do, it's like, it's like everybody comes to an, almost a dead stop. You know, everyone's riding with their brake lights on. It's crazy. Here, I notice, and I, my hospital is on a, a fairly major street, major boulevard here in West LA called Venice Boulevard. And I have to tell you that my clients who are coming to pick up their pets that have been with me for the day and picking up their pets late afternoon, it's taken them an extra 20 minutes to a half hour because nobody wants to move. 
It's as if these people have never seen dark before. And I'm just curious, is this like kind of like an L.A. thing because we are so spoiled? Or to many of you in other cities, of course, it be, might be a little different in the suburban areas or, or, or more you know, rural areas. But certainly in the cities, does everybody seem like traffic is so much worse now that everybody's getting off work, it's getting darker much earlier, and people are just afraid to drive in the dark. It's driving me crazy, and it's driving my clients crazy because I feel badly that uh, you know you don't you want someone to leave work their work early so they can get here to pick up their pets before it gets uh, insanely crazy on the road. So uh, yeah, give me a call eight seven seven three eight five eight 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 two because I want to know if uh, if those of you uh, others have also uh, noticed that insanity. And also, one thing that we want to talk about, I would like to hear as we are approaching the holidays, I know a lot of you like to go away for the holidays. What do you do with your pets? Are you going to have a house sitter come in and stay at your house? Are you going to take them someplace to a private place, a private home, where they can stay with a pet sitter? Are you going to take them to a boarding facility? What kind of boarding facility? Are you going to leave them at your vet's? So, Usually when it comes to the big weekends, we are overcrowded with boarders. But I've noticed is because I think of the increased popularity of these really cool boarding facilities, what we call cage-free boarding facilities, where there are no cages. They're not staying in cages. Maybe at night they're staying in a run. But during the day, they're in a big center area, and they're playing, and they're doing, they're doing obstacle courses. You can log on, and you can see your dog or, or cat in the facility on a webcam. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's also more expensive than the Ritz. But it's pretty amazing. <laughs> there are a couple of places here in LA. You know, for those of you in smaller towns, you're gonna you're gonna fall off your chairs when I tell you this. But you can spend easily, easily eighty five bucks a day. Even some places, if you want, like there are a couple of places here that have these um, themed boarding quarters. So you can have the French Chateau. You can have the English Manor Castle. I'm talking with flat screen TV in them and piped in music. Like the dog really can tell the difference. I mean, we're obviously, it's certainly just appealing to the owner, but how insane is that? A hundred bucks a day for your pet? I mean, you, you can spend in a pretty decent you know, hotel for a hundred bucks a day. Anyway, it is, uh, it's funny. And those are becoming more and more popular. And I guess it's kind of great for, for those of us that still do good old-fashioned boarding where they, they stay in a run and they get walked three, four times a day. They have a little play area. You take them out to play and you're charging 45 bucks or 36 bucks or 38 bucks. Oh my God, what a bargain. But I want to know how many of you, what? would you spend? How much would you spend for your pet to board while you're away in Hawaii or in Mexico or in Miami for the holiday or in the Caribbean? And so you're off having a grand old time in the beautiful weather. What would you pay to have your pets taken care of in luxury at one of these facilities, one of these doggy daycare facilities? I want to hear from you because next week, I want you to send me an email to Dr. Jeff, drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com or to my personal email, which is drjeff, drjeff at drjeff.com or call us next week, 877-385-8882. Let's talk about the craziest amount of money, the type of place you've ever taken your dog or your cat to spend for a boarding holiday. What do they offer? How crazy were you in, the, in that what you paid? I'd be really curious. I think others would want it because that way, if others know what you've done, how crazy you are, then they won't feel so badly when they do something equally as crazy. So uh, anyway, time to uh, get ready to say goodbye. So I'm expecting, I want I want a lot of responses. We're going to talk about this. I think it's a really fun subject. And, and I just want to hear what, what are some of the other amenities 
that are out there at some of these places across the country. Because I know, I know these places are popping up all over the place. And I think it would be very interesting for all of us to know uh, what's out there, what we can do. So uh, anyway, I want to thank you for joining me here on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Werber here on Pet Life Radio. And we're talking pets. And that's what we love to do, talking pets. I want to thank uh, ProSense Pet Products. I want to thank Walmart, who uh, is, a, is a big supporter of ProSense. And um, we will most likely, I think we are, going to see you next week here on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.